0: what's going on everyone i'm your host jt back to you guys with another episode of the jt sports podcast on this episode we're going to be discussing anthony richardson he has a lot of doubters many people don't think that anthony richardson is going to be able to succeed in the nfl you look at his past season at florida the film was all over the place wasn't really that impressive but he goes to the combine and he dominates he comes in at 6'4 244 pounds he runs a 4.43 in the 40 yard dash and a lot of people are saying okay we know that he's a fantastic athlete but at the end of the day the most important thing when it comes to being a quarterback in the nfl is How accurately can you throw the football? And many people have concerns about Anthony Richardson when it comes to his ability to have success as a passer in the NFL. But I'm going to lay you guys out some reasons why I think Anthony Richardson potentially can work at the next level. We're also going to be discussing potential trade destinations for both Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins. Both of those two guys have been and trade rumors for over the last couple of days so we're going to be trying to figure out what will be the best potential destinations for those two guys to land before we get into it if you haven't already make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel we upload nfl and college football content daily and if you are somebody who lives eats breathes and sleeps football like i do this is the right place for you we talk football 24 7 every single day of the year make sure that you go ahead subscribe and check out the jt sports podcast every video and episode of the podcast that's uploaded on the channel is available in audio format on all podcasting platforms Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, you can find the JT Sports Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us with a five star review. We would greatly appreciate it. Share this episode on your social media platforms with your friends, family members, and acquaintances. Anthony Richardson has a lot of doubters. So he goes to the combine. He comes in at 6'4, 244 pounds. He runs a 4'4", 3 in a 40 yard dash. He crushes the broad and vertical jump. And everybody goes, ooh, ah, this guy is incredible. And then people start to say, but what about the film? And you go and you watch his last season at Florida. And his tape is all over the place. On one hand, you see a guy who has all the physical traits to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Live arm, freak athleticism hard to bring down in the open field. If you go back and you watch that game against Utah, you would think that this guy is a superstar. And then you start to see a lot of the negatives when it comes to A.R.'s game. He has spotty accuracy, his mechanics need a lot of improvement, and he struggles to read coverages. Now, when you look at, at quarterbacks who get drafted in the first round of the draft normally is for two reasons either one they're pro ready and ready to come in and start from day one like joe burrow or two there's somebody who isn't ready to start day one and they need a year or two of development but they do have all the tangibles and the traits to be a good quarterback Anthony Richardson falls into that second group of quarterbacks. He has a lot of upside. However, he's a boomer bust prospect because you don't know if he's going to be able to reach that potential in the NFL. You see, we use Josh Allen as a example of guys who weren't really all that great in college and had a lot to work on going into the NFL and then Josh Allen gets Brian Dable. He ends up becoming one of the best QBs in the game. But at the same time, for every Josh Allen, you have a Jamarcus Russell and a Zach Wilson. Guys who have incredible arm strength, good athleticism, but struggle to put it all together at the next level. When it comes to Anthony Richardson, if you're a doubter or a critic, you have every right to... Question Anthony Richardson and his ability to succeed as a quarterback in the NFL. But at the same time, though, I don't think enough people are talking about what happens if Anthony Richardson puts it all together. If Anthony Richardson improves his accuracy and his footwork, this guy, without a doubt, is probably going to end up being one of the top three quarterbacks in the game. And for that to happen, He has to go to the right situation. You see, how successful a quarterback is isn't all on him. It's also about the situation that he gets drafted to. Is he going to an organization that has a stable front office? Is he going to go to a team that's going to be committed to building around him? Is he going to go to a head coach or offensive coordinator that's going to put him in the proper offense to succeed? These are the things that are going to determine how successful Anthony Richardson is going to be in the National Football League. If he goes to the Seattle Seahawks where he doesn't have to start day one and he can learn from Geno Smith for a year or two, that's going to increase his chances at being successful. Last season was pretty much his first year starting full-time at quarterback for the Gators so he still has a lot of room to grow as a quarterback and yeah you would have loved if he would have came back for another year and then he would have two years of college experience under his belt which would make the transition to the NFL much smoother but with every quarterback that has this kind of athleticism it seems like there are always going to be questions about their ability to throw the football at the next level. You see, people had these similar concerns about Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts when they were coming out as prospects. And although Hurts and Jackson are way better prospects coming out than what Anthony Richardson is right now, there were people who were saying that Lamar Jackson should change the receiver, or running back, when he was coming into the draft. There are people that said, yeah, Jalen Hurts is a good runner, but is he going to be able to have success throwing the ball in the NFL? Those two guys went to good organizations with good head coaches, and they were put in a system that maximized their strengths. And they ended up developing into some of the best quarterbacks in the game. Same thing with Josh Allen. If Anthony Richardson can go to a Seattle Or hell, even Las Vegas. I know many of you guys may not be the biggest believers in Josh McDaniels, but Josh McDaniels, the guy knows offense. You remember what Cam Newton did when he was with the New England Patriots before he went down with COVID? He was cooking. Josh McDaniels, he was able to design a quarterback around Cam Newton's abilities. And we kind of question, how is he going to work? Considering the fact that the Patriots have never really had a quarterback has had the skill set of a Cam Newton and it somewhat was successful you give Anthony Richardson to the Raiders with Devontae Adams Darren Waller Josh Jacobs Sterling Renfro I think he could work there and plus if they end up bringing in a vet via free agency like Jimmy Garoppolo if they bring back Jarrett Stidham then there's not going to be a lot of pressure on Anthony Richardson to have to start right away now if he goes to the Raiders he may have to be thrown to the wolves a little bit sooner than what you would like compared to if he was to go to seattle but at the same time though i still feel like he can be successful with the raiders and with seattle he also could have success with indianapolis shane Steichen is the current head coach of indianapolis he previously was the philadelphia eagles offensive coordinator he was the guy who helped elevate Jalen hurts to the quarterback that he is now And if he could help Jalen Hurts develop, why can't he do the same thing for Anthony Richardson, a guy who has somewhat of a similar skill set, but a lot more athletic? Anthony Richardson doubters have every reason to question how good this guy is going to be in the NFL. But at the same time, though, when it comes to determining how good a quarterback is going to be, it's not just solely based on him, it's also based on the situation that he gets drafted into. Anthony Richardson, when it comes to intangibles, he has everything that you look for in the franchise quarterback. The guy is dedicated, he's a footballaholic, if that's a, even the word. I know a lot of people at my school who actually know Anthony Richardson personally. They either went to school with him, played football with him, and every time they talk about Anthony Richardson, The first thing that they always talk about is how good of a guy he is. He doesn't get into any issues off the field. As a matter of fact, there were a couple of instances where I was scrolling down my Twitter feed during the college football season, and I would see people taking videos of Anthony Richardson staying several hours after games were over, either throwing the football around with fans or signing autographs So this guy is a fantastic person to have in your locker room. He's going to be driven. He's going to be dedicated. You know that he's going to put the time and work in to becoming a good NFL quarterback. I don't have those same issues with the Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. When you're looking for a guy who's going to lead your franchise, you can't overlook the intangibles. And Anthony Richardson checks those boxes. Meanwhile, you look at a guy like Will Levis, I don't really know if the work ethic is there. People question that. I don't know if Will Levis is a great leader. You look at Anthony Richardson, when it comes to the tangibles, he has that. Jamarcus Russell, Ryan Leaf, when you look at guys who have been NFL bust or have crashed out in the NFL after being successful college quarterbacks, a lot of it has come down to the fact that they didn't have the intangibles. They didn't have the kind of work ethic and dedication that it ha- that it takes to be a great quarterback in the National Football League. Anthony Richardson has those things. And I'm not just assuming that he has those things. I've been told that he has these qualities by people that know Anthony Richardson personally. Listen, I'm not saying that Anthony Richardson is going to be successful, but I am saying that if he goes to the right situation with the right team, this guy can really cook. And truthfully, if you were to ask me right now, JT, just give us a prediction. Do you think Anthony Richardson is going to be a bust or not? I would tell you no. I actually confidently believe that Anthony Richardson is going to be a great quarterback at the next level. Accuracy, footwork the ability to read coverages, all that can be improved with coaching. It's just the question is, is Anthony Richardson going to receive the proper coaching that can help him put it all together and help him blossom into one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? Patrick Mahomes coming out of Texas Tech, he was somebody who was viewed as a boomer bust player. He goes to Kansas City, sits behind Alex Smith for one year, And and then they trade away Alex Smith. Patrick Mahomes ends up becoming one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of this game. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. Same thing with countless other quarterbacks. Nobody comes into the NFL a completely polished product. Everybody kind of goes through a little bit of a transitional period when they first get into the league it's all about patience where you go to and at the same time does that quarterback that you drafted in the first round have the intangibles that it takes to be successful in the national football league there's been a lot of trade speculation surrounding jalen ramsey the Los Angeles Rams are looking to free up some cap room. They recently released star linebacker Bobby Wagner despite being one of the best linebackers in the game last season. And they could potentially look to move on from Jalen Ramsey to free up some more cap room along with acquiring some draft capital in exchange for his services. Jalen Ramsey, he currently is 28 years old right now. Some of you guys may feel like his play has slightly fallen off, but I still believe that he's arguably the best cornerback in the game. And even if you push back against that, I think that we can all agree that he still is top five at his position. So if the Rams truly are looking to move on from Jalen Ramsey, what are the best trade destinations for him? He has a cap hit this year of 25.2 million. In 2024, he'll have a cap hit of 26.7 million. I think... If you are the Las Vegas Raiders, you should be the first team in line making phone calls to acquire Jalen Ramsey. They've been drafting cornerbacks for how many years and they've still yet to find a half decent one? Not just cornerbacks, but defensive backs in general. Like The last time I can remember the Raiders having a good defensive back in their secondary was Charles Woodson. And if you want to go back, A little bit further, how many of you guys are going to remember this name? Nanandi Awesomewa? Nanandi Awesomewa and Charles Woodson have been the two best defensive backs that the Raiders have had on their defense for over the last decade. If you go and you get Jalen Ramsey, he is going to be the best cornerback that the Raiders have had probably in a very long time. You already have a pretty good defensive line with Max Crosby. And Chandler Jones, man in the edge, getting after the passer. Now all you need is a true shutdown cornerback. And that's what Jalen Ramsey can give you. And the Raiders have the money to afford his salary. They currently rank third in the NFL in available cap space. So the money really shouldn't be that big of a problem. And the Raiders and Josh McDaniels are trying to win right now. And when you're trying to win right now, you got to go ahead and get good football players when they're available, especially when you struggle to find success at drafting and signing good cornerbacks. I mean, the cornerbacks that they have right now that are expected to hit free agency are Anthony Averitt, Rocky Sin, and Sidney Jones. I'm pretty sure that we can all agree that Jalen Ramsey is way better than those guys. So if you are the Las Vegas Raiders you most definitely should be making some phone calls right now for Jalen Ramsey services. And not to mention, Jalen Ramsey wanted to be a Raider. It was his dream to play for the Silver and Black. So why not make Jalen Ramsey's dreams come true? I know the Raiders aren't the Make a Wish Foundation, but why not go ahead and get somebody who wants to play for your organization? The second team that I think should trade for Jalen Ramsey are the Minnesota Vikings. They have Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator now. We know he likes to run an aggressive style defense. And last year, do you know who was the best cornerback for the Minnesota Vikings? It was old man Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson was getting carved up by Isaiah Hodgins. Not once, but twice. I would never thought that I will live to see the day when Patrick Peterson is getting routed up by a guy who was a former practice squad wide receiver and no disrespect to Isaiah Hodgins it's just like damn Patrick Peterson like how the mighty have fallen and if you're Minnesota and you're trying to compete for a Super Bowl you definitely can't do it with old man Pat Pete being your best option at cornerback if I'm Minnesota I'm giving the L.A. Rams, anything that they're asking for when it comes to getting Jalen Ramsey because you got to get cornerback taken care of, okay? The backing of your secondary, uh, I don't really know. I think it's okay, but when it comes to cornerback, you have to get that situated. And If you go ahead, you get Jalen Ramsey, and you can pair him up with another solid cornerback via free agency, I think that your defense is going to be tremendously improved because one of the biggest weaknesses in Minnesota's defense last year was the fact that their secondary was a huge liability. I mean, their secondary could not stop a nosebleed. They were getting dotted up by Daniel freaking Jones, Isaiah Hodgins. How many of you guys knew who the hell Isaiah Hodgins was? Before he played against your defense. Because if you didn't know who Isaiah Hodgins was before playing the Minnesota Vikings, you damn sure know who he is now. If you are the Minnesota Vikings, after watching your best cornerback last season getting routed up by a guy named Isaiah Hodgins, you got to go ahead and upgrade that cornerback. Go ahead and get you Jalen Ramsey, okay? And also, Patrick Peterson is going to be an upcoming free agent there's no use bringing him back he's old it's time to move on and even if you do want to bring back patrick peterson he still shouldn't be your number one cornerback at this state of his career okay now the minnesota vikings they are under the cap by 20 million but let's just act like that isn't a theme because the new orleans saints were able to get the deal with Derek Carr done despite being under the cap so the Minnesota Vikings, they should be able to find a way to get Jalen Ramsey in there despite their current cap situation. Another team that I think would be a fantastic fit for Jalen Ramsey are the Cincinnati Bengals. Their cornerback, too, on the opposite side of Chadobio Wozier, has been Eli freaking that boy. Come on, bro. We all know that Eli Apple, the dude isn't all that good. So you go from Eli Apple to Jalen Ramsey, you pair him up with Adobe, Awuzie, Mike Hilton, one of the best slot cornerbacks in the game. That's arguably the best cornerback trio in the NFL. And then you're playing in the AFC North where you have quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. I don't know if it's safe to mention Kenny Pickett, but I do think that Kenny Pickett is coming around. You're going to need some good play from your secondary and for Cincinnati you already are about to lose Jesse Bates and Von Bell so why not if you're going to lose two talented safeties why not go ahead and try to acquire a big name cornerback to blossom your defense your defense already is pretty good with the fact that you have one of the best defensive coordinators in the game So you pair up Jalen Ramsey with Mike Hilton and Chidobio Wuzier, that Cincinnati Bengals defense looks really scary. Another team that I think needs to be in the market for Jalen Ramsey services are the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this is probably going to be the first one that some of you guys may disagree with me on. You're probably going to say, JT, why are we trading for a guy who's 28 years old? We need to be getting younger, and I understand that, but the Atlanta Falcons at the same time, what are you trying to do? How long is this rebuild going to last? Are you trying to rebuild for the next decade and a half, or are you trying to actually put a team on the field that can actually win one of the worst divisions in the NFL? You're second in the NFL in available cap space. You have A.J. Terrell. You pair him up with Jalen Ramsey, and then you can go ahead and... Maybe cut Casey Hayward, who would save you $5 million, or you can keep him, move him to the slot, which I think he's much better in the slot than he is playing outside. Or you could cut Casey Hayward, re sign Azale Oliver for a cheaper deal, and move him to the slot or keep him in the slot. Let him be your cornerback three. And then you can worry about the other positions of need, such as giving Grady Jarrett some help, finding some help at pass rush. Getting some more talent in the back end of that safety, but getting Jalen Ramsey will be a good starting point for the Atlanta Falcons improving their defense. And honestly, Atlanta really should be trying to win this upcoming season. I really don't understand why they would continue to try to rebuild. I think they're in the perfect situation with how this division is right now. If they go ahead, they get Jalen Ramsey. I think that this defense is tremendously better compared to what it was without Jalen Ramsey. Him and A.J. Terrell would be one of the best cornerback duos in the NFL. Now, the last team that I think should trade for Jalen Ramsey are the Dallas Cowboys. Now, compared to the other teams that I mentioned... I don't think they need Jalen Ramsey services as much as a team like the Atlanta Falcons or the Minnesota Vikings or even the Raiders. But cornerback two was a problem for Dallas, a huge problem for Dallas. Okay, you had Kelvin Joseph there, Anthony Brown there. It's just you need to go ahead and find another good cornerback to pair up with Trayvon Diggs. Now, the Dallas Cowboys have some salary cap issues that they have to solve. But at the same time, Jerry Jones, if there's a good player out there, we know that he's not going to hesitate to go out there and get him. And if you pair up Jalen Ramsey with Trayvon Diggs and the fact that you have Dan Quinn as your defensive coordinator, Dallas defense is probably going to end up remaining one of the best in the NFL next season. Hell, they probably could end up taking the title away from the San Francisco 49ers next season. I mean, their defense... They are going to be losing a couple of guys to free agency. But I still think that your defense improves with the addition of Jalen Ramsey. You got Trayvon Diggs. Then you're going to have Jalen Ramsey on the opposite side. Plus the fact that your secondary on the back end is really good. Jalen Ramsey would make the Dallas Cowboys secondary. Arguably the best in the NFL. And those are the teams that I feel should trade for Jalen ramsey and the best trade destinations for Jalen ramsey and while we're stuck on the topic of trade destinations let's talk about another player that reportedly is on the trade market there's on the cardinals our shopping star receiver deandre hopkins according to reports out there all it takes is a second round pick and deandre hopkins is yours and I was arguing with somebody on the Bleacher Report earlier who said that DeAndre Hopkins is regressing. Like, what? DeAndre Hopkins, yes, he has not been able to stay on the field as much as you would like, but at the same time, even though he's up there in age, he's in his early 30s, when this guy is on the field and he's able to get a quarterback that can throw him the football, he's one of the best receivers in the game, okay? For the Chicago Bears... I don't care if you are trying to get younger or whatever. If DeAndre Hopkins is out there, you need to go ahead and get him. Give Justin Hemethe Fields some damn receivers to throw to you. I'm sick and tired of people saying that Justin Fields can't throw the effing football. Justin Fields can throw a really nice deep ball. It's just the fact that he was throwing to guys such as Equinamia St. Brown. You were throwing to Nikhil freaking Harry. Like, come on, bro. And then people say, well, you had Darnell Mooney and Cole Kament. Bro, Darnell Mooney got a season cut short. And then Cole Kament, he didn't really start doing anything until the second half of the year. Bro, like, bro, go get you a true number one receiver, bro. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is up there in age. And if you're Chicago, you would like to get a younger receiver. But how long are you going to continue to allow Justin Fields to throw to... Bottom of the barrel wide receivers. Come on, bro. We can't sit here and question Justin Fields' legitimacy as a franchise quarterback. And we're not surrounding him with the same kind of weapons that his peers are getting. Jalen Hurts is throwing to AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. And yet, Justin Fields is throwing to Nikhil Harry and Enquanamia St. Brown. No disrespect to those guys. But come on, bro. They gave this man, Dante Pettis, Byron Pringle to throw the football to last year. Go ahead, get you DeAndre Hopkins. You have the money to pay him. You have the most available cap space in the league right now. Go ahead, get you a proven, productive wide receiver. Yes, he is up during age. But DeAndre Hopkins is a Hall of Fame caliber player. And one thing that you guys have to notice is, with players who are Hall of Fame level is that they regress at a slower rate than your normal player. So DeAndre Hopkins, although he's in his early 30s, he still has about two, three good years of elite caliber play in him. And you give him the Justin Fields, I think this ends up being a really good quarterback wide receiver duo. Another team that many people want to see DeAndre Hopkins on are the New England Patriots, and and the New England Patriots will be a great fit for D Hop, okay? Bill Belichick, we know how much he loves getting players who are up there in age, or players who people consider to be past their prime. Bill Belichick, he gets them in, and he he's just like the Career Rejuvenation Center. How many players have the New England Patriots signed? And we thought they were done, and just all of a sudden, they they give them CPR, and they're productive again. I remember when they traded for Josh Gordon. Although that experiment didn't last too long, Josh Gordon still did enough to help New England win the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick, why not go out and get you a true number one wide receiver and DeAndre Hopkins? Stop messing around with guys like Nelson Aguilar. Stop trying to draft receivers. Because you're not good at it, or at least trying to draft ones in the first round. I find it funny that Bill Belichick is better at finding undrafted wide receivers that can actually produce versus actually drafting receivers that can actually produce. Isn't that a little bit funny? The best receivers that Bill Belichick have had, most of them have been acquired via free agency or guys who ended up being undrafted. When you look at DeAndre Hopkins, even though he is up there in age, the New England Patriots, they desperately need a true number one wide receiver, and that's what they're going to get out of DeAndre Hopkins. Mac Jones, even though he doesn't have the strongest arm in the red zone, I think that DeAndre Hopkins would be a big boost to this offense. Then, if you're able to re-sign Jacoby Myers, I think that will end up being a pretty good wide receiver room. If you keep Jacoby Myers, you have DeHop, You also have Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton. And Tyquan Thornton, this guy's a speedster. I still think that he's going to end up being a really good player for New England. It's just that it's going to take a while for him to get going. But you add DeHop to that receiver room, the Patriots offense becomes much better. And for the final team that I think should trade for DeAndre Hopkins are the new york giants they right now have 43 million dollars available in cap space well that probably has changed with the fact that they've tagged saquon barkley and re-signed daniel jones but they still do have a good amount of money to spend in free agency you have sterling Shepard, darius slayton who are going to end up hitting the open market you can end up upgrading from those guys by trading for deandre hopkins You're in the Big Apple, you need big names, and there isn't a bigger name out there than DeAndre Hopkins. And plus the fact that Daniel Jones was cooking with Isaiah Hodgins and some other receivers that we don't really know all too well. You give Daniel Jones, Isaiah Hodgins, DeAndre Hopkins, and Wondell Moore when he comes back fully healthy... That's definitely a way better receiving core that he's going to be throwing dimes to versus the one that he was dropping dimes to last season in 2022. DeAndre Hopkins with the New York Giants, it works. Brian Dable, this guy's an offensive mastermind, okay? He's going to find ways to get DeAndre Hopkins involved. And I think that DeAndre Hopkins, Daniel Jones, and him would be a pretty good tandem. Believe it or not, I think that Daniel Jones does have a pretty good arm, And we haven't really seen him push the ball down the field all that often due to the fact that the New York Giants wide receivers weren't really all that great at creating separation off the line. DeAndre Hopkins would add a different element to this New York Giants offense that we didn't really see too much of last year. And that's the ability to push the football vertically. Now you're actually going to have a true big body deep threat who can get those contested 50-50 balls or get those jump balls in the red zone. And I did say that the New York Giants were my final team, but I also have one more team that just popped up in my in my head that I think would be a perfect destination. For deandre hopkins to get traded to and that is the dallas cowboys the dallas cowboys i had them on my list for teams that should trade for Jalen ramsey where i think that they should also trade for deandre hopkins like i said all it takes is a second round pick to get deandre hopkins i don't care if the dude is in his early 30s the dallas cowboys are at a point now as a franchise where you just got to get some good football players in there okay because you go to the playoffs every single year and you either win in the wild card round and you get kicked off in the divisional round or you either get knocked out in the opening round if you're the Dallas Cowboys you just need to be stacking your roster with good football players and you need another wide receiver to pair up with C.D. Lamb did you not see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game? Did you not see the 49ers game, bro? There was one, there was one play where who was it? Who was it that Fred was it? Fred Warner who was guarding Ceedee Lamb. They were literally throwing the football that much to Ceedee Lamb that everybody on the 49ers defense and the Cowboys playoff loss knew where the ball was going through or going to. You got to get Dak Prescott some more playmakers. You got CeeDee Lamb, and you got DeAndre Hopkins. Now all you need to do is to find a solid slot receiver, and there you go. The Cowboys' offensive line is pretty set. You know the run game is going to be there. You're pretty good at tight end. All you need is another receiver to pair alongside of CeeDee Lamb. And I think that going to the Dallas Cowboys probably would be the best fit for for deandre hopkins and the reason why i feel that way is because he's up there in age so obviously you probably don't want a guy in his early 30s being your number one wide receiver even though he is more than capable of being able to carry the load and being your number one option but at the same time i think him being the second option and being paired alongside another good wide receiver would do him pretty well cd lamb deandre hopkins And Dallas, with Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy, I think that offense cooks. And Dallas offense was already cooking last year, even without the fact that they didn't really have a lot of talent and depth at wide receiver. You give Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm pretty sure this offense continues to be one of the best in the NFL. So these are my best trade destinations for DeAndre hopkins you guys let me know some other teams that you think would be a really good fit for d hop down in the comment section down below and this is it for this episode of the jt sports podcast i appreciate you guys for tuning in once again if you haven't already make sure that you go ahead leave a like and subscribe to the channel. We upload NFL and college football content daily. Make sure that you check out the JT Sports Podcast, available on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast from. You can find the JT Sports Podcast, and I will see you guys shortly with another episode.